Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best NFL fantasy football podcast We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming, eat, nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the LOL of Fantasy Football Podcast. Yes, I said that out loud. My name is Christian Brito. That's the beautiful voice that you're hearing introducing this show today. And joining me as always on our wonderful pod is Mr. Dale DeMott. What is up, Dale? What's up, man? Uh, good to be recording with you again. Um, we had a good, nice, successful episode uh, early in the week, and I'm excited to uh, to be here. Uh, we are the LOL Fantasy Football Podcast um, because you need it every day, right? You need an LOL every day, right. um, but you got to make sure that you don't listen too much to us. Um, I think also, you know, we're just... Uh, what you kind of put on when you don't have anything better to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're mm-hmm. cleaning your garage and you need something to put on and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to listen to some fantasy football uh, podcast. And then you're like, okay, yeah. well, this is my best option of those um, or two or three or five, but whatever. Depends on how addicted you are to podcasts, but, you know, just download mm-hmm. us. We'll, we'll be happy with that. Yeah. Uh, but the point is we're, we're there for you, right? Yeah. Kind of like – Somebody says something mildly funny. What's your response? LOL. LOL. Yep. There you go. You don't really well, the, have the anything problem, better. See, I have an issue in, in our group chat with our writers. Um, people make fun of me because I use LOL too much. A lot. Now the problem, well, the problem is now that like, I'm so used to saying it, I don't know what to say instead of LOL. Like if somebody sends like, I don't know, like a meme or something. Where <laughs> We'll a get meme-y? to that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody sends a meme... You know, what What do you say? Do you ignore it? Like, I have two options, really. You ignore it, you say LOL. There's nothing else you can say. There's literally, like, I mean, are you going to give commentary on the meme? No, you're just going to say LOL and move on. And I don't know, uh, I have a problem. And I, now every time in the writer's right. chat, anytime I say LOL, uh, they give me a little bell thing. It's, a little um, bell emoji every time I say LOL. What's What are your options? Ha ha? Yeah, well, that's what I started doing. I started putting ha maybe like uh, yeah, I put like a little crying emoji instead of LOL, but I still uh, get LOL the bell is for way it. Way better than the damn crying emoji. Those yeah, people can yeah. go away. You know what's funny here in South Florida? You know, there's a lot of Hispanics, and I get the ha ha, but with J's, and that's starting to rub off on me. Do people do that? Yeah, ha ha, but with J's. That's yeah, no, very I get common it. In Spanish. I didn't know people do that. Yeah, yeah. so that's like the Spanish version of LOL is ha ha, but with J's. Um, and that's starting to rub off on me whenever I'm with someone that I know is bilingual. Sure. Um, and I feel like that's way, like that's a douchey LOL. Right. Right. Um, yeah, well, it was interesting today in our chat, just between you, me and Armando, you know, you and Armando are Hispanic. I'm white. And every time like there's autocorrect, for some reason, I just assume that it's Spanish. <laughs> and so yeah, I think I like you and Armando. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I don't know what that means, but fine if you're trying to keep it away from me. 
Um, you guys, make sure you pay attention to the music box at the end of this episode. Oh, yeah. We do have a, a special uh, treat for you. You may yes. recognize the artist. We won't give it away yet, yep. but uh, we will um, I think we'll the definitely... music box is really going to bring this full circle. Yes, I, I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that are listening for the first time, we appreciate you tuning in. It's um, We're already a couple minutes in the podcast, and you have not heard Fantasy, and you're still listening, so we appreciate it. Uh, Christian, for those that are listening for the first time, what should they expect? For those listening for the first time, just know that we're here, especially in the off season, to bring you fantasy news, but also to have fun with it. Um, I think the reason that we enjoy doing this so much is because uh, we, <laughs> because we enjoy doing it. Uh, because we want to have fun. We want to make fantasy football fun. And so how do you do that? You do that by bringing the banter, by bringing the silliness, by bringing the jokes. And so we're going to get to the news. We're going to get to the fantasy football always. We're going to give you exactly what you need. Um, but we're also going to make it in a, in a format that you can enjoy when you're listening to it. So hopefully yeah. that's something that rubs off on you guys and, and you enjoy what you're listening to. Um, if you do like that, you can drop us a review on iTunes. That would be great of you guys. It's a great way to show some support for the show. Um, and, you know, just uh, yeah, five speaking stars of only, su- please. <laughs> speaking of um, support for the show, go to our social media. I posted links to uh, new merchandise. Some pretty cool stuff. We have like a fraternity Greek letter shirt that says ESF in Greek letters. So you can tell everybody you're in a fraternity even though you're 35 years old and um, probably overweight wearing Crocs. Uh, you can also buy like the Sleep Fantasy logo shirt, micro dogs, boiler dog shirts. They're all on there. It's pretty cool. And there's some other stuff in there too. Also, uh, don't forget to go to our site for membership access to Eat Nation starting at $5 for the year. Yes, I said year, not month, not week. $5 for an entire year for membership starting off all the way up. Uh, you know, there's different tiers, bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. So, Check that out if you're interested. One, support the show. Two, get a ton of content throughout the season to help you win your fantasy football league. Awesome. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, definitely check that out, eatsleepfantasy.com. All right, Dale. All right. You ready to kind of jump right into this episode? We're going to be doing, obviously covering a little bit of news, but uh, also doing our mock draft here. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the mock draft, uh, by the way, if you hear little farting sounds, it's Christian moving his microphone. Not Nobody's farting on the microphone, I don't think. Um, unless, unless Christian's actually farting on the microphone. That would be difficult. Um, you know how I'm fidgety? Yes. Um, yeah, so I got a fidget spinner on my desk. That's not going to be good for today, is it? No. I have Less problems, not. man. Yes, you do. You know, uh, I was looking through promotional items to give away, and uh, they had fidget spinners. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah, you can those? get like logo. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I mean, but, you know what I do in my daily living? Like these kids use them all the time. It's actually a great tool for for the kids that I have here. But um, did like people like regular kids still use this? I don't know. Well, yeah. regular. That's probably. Uh, I mean, mainstream general general kids. Yeah. yeah. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know anything about kids. Nothing wrong with that word, deal. Okay. Like a regular kid. I shouldn't have just admitted that I don't know nothing about kids because I have a kid now. Right. I should know something by now. Right. Anyways, fantasy news. Right. Let's talk. Remember when we had drops? Oh, no. Drops are coming back, folks. Yeah. Don't you've been you saying worry. that for like six months. 
Noticias 23. Live on the news. Ready? Yeah. All right. You ready, Dale? Let's do it. I want to start here because this is one of the more interesting pieces of news to come out over the last couple days. Deontay Foreman, running back for the Houston Texans, still no timetable for return. Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicles sat down with Deontay Foreman to kind of discuss a little bit about his Achilles injury that he suffered last year. No timetable for him his return. Remember, he tore his Achilles November 19th. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're talking about an injury that a lot of times takes about a year to recover, and that's just to recover. A lot of times we right. see players actually bounce back the year after that. So think about sure. players like uh, Arian Foster or Jimmy Graham. Um, Arian Foster was never the same again. Jimmy Graham wasn't the same the year after. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not. Yeah. I, this, to me, bumps up my Lamar Miller stock. Definitely. I mean, Lamar Miller, as long as this news keeps coming out, which I think this this news is going to linger throughout the offseason, and we're going to be speculating all offseason, this really makes me feel like Lamar Miller is a solid RB2. Unless they sign someone. Who are they going to sign where DeMarco it really Murray. hurts Lamar Miller? I just hmm? said it. DeMarco Murray. Uh, maybe. There yeah, you go. get a point. Damn. I did that in ah. three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Myth debunked. Let's, let's play sabotage your argument in three seconds. Go. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's next? All right. Next on the list, I, I kind of want to talk a little bit, staying in Houston for a second. Um, we've been seeing reports that maybe the odd man out is Braxton Miller here because Kiki Kuti might be a starter week one. You buying this a little yeah. bit? Slot job? Yeah, I mean, Kiki Kuti. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know who Kiki Kuti is. Is that bad? A little bit. I okay. Honestly, I don't think there's enough here to support three wide receivers in this offense. Um, and so DeAndre Hopkins is the man. He's a wide sure. receiver one. Yes. I'm seeing a fingers crossed, mostly healthy season for Will Fuller. Let's hope. And which he's going to be a good, you know, low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three. I just don't see how the slot receiver in this offense gets a lot of love. Look, yeah, I don't either. And I don't really care about Braxton Miller, to be honest with you. Wow. Like, per, on, a, on a personal level, I don't care about him. Oh, wow. You know, when we were at, in Dallas last year, we said, hey, Braxton, why don't you come talk to us for 20 seconds, you know, just to kind of get your opinion on a couple things. He was busy. But you know who wasn't busy? Chris Thompson. Now look. Now Braxton Miller's going to be sitting on the bench, and Chris Thompson's the next hot thing. Just saying. Okay. Are you okay? You angry yeah. at Braxton Miller? A little, a little. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Is What's it next? better if you let's say you're going to go out loud, right? And you're going to sure. say, you're going to say LOL. You're already committed. Are you going LOL or are you going lol? Uh, no, yeah, I never say lol. That's for the kids. Okay, lol. <laughs> Raffle. Yeah, I mean, I like gig. I kind of like laugh, giggle all the time, anyways. Right. So I, th- I feel like LOL for me is like genuine like i would actually be loling you know what i've seen is people writing ne nose exhale 
Yeah. I feel like that's more accurate. That is probably more accurate. No, but I'm not writing N-E. That's stupid. (laughs) What's next? Uh, This one is another little piece of interesting news to me. Baker Mayfield supposedly has a long way to go before he can challenge Tyrod Taylor for the starting job in Cleveland. What say you, Dale? Yeah, this is pretty interesting. You know, I was talking about this, I think, the last podcast. I don't know if it was with you or with John that I did two podcasts ago. Uh, but, you know, it's to hear not so positive things on a high pick like Baker Mayfield is a little surprising. Um, you know, it's it, usually it's a confidence issue or something like that this early in the season. But Tyrod Taylor is legit. I mean, Baker, I don't know. I, I kind of... I didn't think Banker Mayfield would be starting week did one anyways, Baker? did you? Did you say Banker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield. Banker? <laughs> Baker. He's making bank. He's Banker Mayfield. What do you think? Um, I think, yeah, Tyrod Taylor is his job probably this whole year, unless Cleveland loses a lot, which maybe is true. But, um, yeah, Baker but- Mayfield, I think it's good that he has to, some time to sit and grow and – and wait a little bit. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I don't expect him to start right off the bat, and I think it's kind of good to wait a little bit. So, I think Tyrod Taylor could be a very good quarterback as long as he's not playing from behind. Like if if the Browns can stay in games, he's a. I think he's a really good manager. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He could be really really good for the Browns if they don't play from behind too often. When they play from behind, that's when he gets in trouble, and uh, and that's when you usually see his. Uh, you know, his, his limited range. Okay. I got one more, uh, two more pieces of news here before we move on, Dale. I want to talk quickly about, um, the tight end situation in Indianapolis, because should Andrew Luck finally be able to throw a football, Eric Ebron is set to have an instant impact for the Colts. Of course. Of course he will. He was a first-round pick five years ago mm-hmm. Okay, for the Detroit Lions, played four years, to which a lot of people say it was disappointing. I don't agree. Disappointing maybe because he was a first-round pick. But for a tight end in this league, I think he was just fine. And yeah, you agree. put him with Andrew Luck, I think he's you know a high-end tight end two, low-end, wide res- uh, low-end tight end one right off the bat. Um... Hmm. You know, if Luck is playing. if Well, then what happens to Jack Doyle? Jack Doyle is ahead of Eric Ebron, don't you think? No. Really? Really. Hmm. That's interesting. That's an interesting debate. I, uh, I'm going to have to take Jack Doyle over Eric Ebron. Oof. Okay, uh, so do you want to do this? Uh, eat bet here? Sure. Uh, regardless of situation, a... Eric Ebron versus Jack Doyle for 2018. Yeah. All right. It looks like you're gonna have to go find this drop because that S- is standard, standard, not PPR, standard, standard, not PPR. I don't think it really matters, but that let's is go standard. really doesn't matter that much for a tight end. Yeah. Uh, that is an e-bet. Nice. You gotta you gotta play drops gotcha. here or no? Yes, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put a drop right here. There. You didn't. You didn't do anything. I'll do it in post production. You're not gonna do it. <laughs> What what else is new? All right. Uh, last thing. Does I, I don't news, want to talk about. Wait, does the word news have anything to do with the word new? Yes, because it's new. News. I but saw not people all posting. news is new. That does make sense. 
What? The word new and news are not related. Oh, my God. Yes, they are. But this news is, is sometimes is there's the old new, news. This is the news. Okay. I've seen people post that it's an acronym for something. It's not. This is the news. This is what's new. But there's also old news is what I'm saying. So what would it be called? The then it's olds? old news. It would be the olds. There's news and olds. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Um, Oda Beckham's not holding out. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. I think that's good. Um, they aren't close on a contract yet, but he's not going to hold out, and I think that's great, and I love him. Yeah. All right. That's it. Um, Let's get into this mock draft, man. Yep. Are you going to play a job for the mock draft? You're not going to do that, are you? Yeah. Mock. Yeah. Ing. We're going to do yeah. a vocal thing. Why Why are you so opposed to going back to the drops? Uh, because I am living three and a half hours from my house. I'm sitting on a stranger's couch. Well, my, my wife's friend's couch I'm sitting on, kind of in the dark. There's one lamp because I don't know how to turn on the rest of the lights in the living room. And so I have my laptop on my um, on my lap, and I'm holding the microphone like an idiot with um, – and, yeah, and a, and a fan that is uh, – I can't seem to put it on anything but low. And I don't have my equipment, and so you're not getting a drop today. I'm sorry. Okay. And I'm I'm starting to sweat a little bit. Mock. Yeah. <laughs> Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. I hate my life. All right. So uh, we are going to start a standard? Is that what we agreed on? Yeah. Mock draft? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to do one quarterback, two running backs, Two wide receivers, not three. Mm-hmm. Two wide receivers yep. and one wide receiver running back flex. This is the standard, the mother of all standard leagues, snake draft. And a tight end. And a tight end. And a tight end, exactly. Yep. So quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and a wide receiver, running back. And we're yep. going to randomize our draft position. Ooh. <laughs> the 11 spot. Okay, you ready for this? Let's do it. Start your draft. Nice. This is a this is fun. Is this our first mock draft? This is mine, me and you. Uh, it's our first draft, isn't it? Yes, it is. We're going to disagree right. a lot. All right, let's do it. We have two wide receivers going in the first ten picks. The rest were running backs. This is such an easy pick for me. All right, do you want to discuss? I'm gonna I'm gonna hand you over the keys. You ready? Yeah. Let's here's, do it. here's the keys to the podcast. Jingle, 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 jingle. Here you go, man. Catch. <laughs> it's an audio medium, man. This is difficult. To yeah. pass you the keys. Yeah, I got it. Got it? Yeah. All right. All right, drive the car. You got it? Wait, turn on the car? Oh, my God, this is really lame. Let's just move this on. This is really bad. That's yeah. awful. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you took it one step too far. One step too far. The key thing was kind of, uh, it was good. You know, it was creative. Was it? And then, yeah, and then starting the car, you ruined it all. Okay, so go ahead and start the car. <laughs> all right, so, you know, we're looking at, uh, given that there were two, only two start, wide receivers. So it doesn't make any sense. Keep the keys in your pocket. Push exactly. the button. Okay, uh, so two wide receivers taken this and this late in the first. We can have probably a decent running back on the way back around. Um, actually, because I have Michael Thomas ranked so high, I really like Michael Thomas this late in round one. Dude, um, I know Odell Beckham what's is going here. on here. What? On the first ten picks, eight running backs went on the board, including Saquon went off the board, including Saquon Barkley. Yeah. So we're sitting in a position where the only wide receivers that have been drafted are Antonio Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. I understand mm-hmm. what has happened in the last year and a half, two years of fantasy football, 
where it seems like the running back is king again. But that doesn't mean that you have to start your draft running back. Running back, that doesn't mean that you can't find value going against the grain a little bit. Odell Beckham's available here, man. Yes. At the eleven spot. That's beautiful to me. I like it. I like it. Let's go Odell Beckham. And I bet you we get somebody like Dalvin Cook, uh, maybe even Kareem Hunt on the way back. I'm going to try to convince you to go a little bit different here. Okay. I I like to – listen, I like to sometimes zig when other people are zagging and look at how my team ends up. This is a mock draft after all. We're practicing some strategies. All right? So if eight out of the first ten picks are running backs – and there's mm-hmm. some extreme value at the wide receiver position at the end of the first round. You yes. better believe I'm going to go wide receiver because I'm going to get myself the best wide receivers off the, on the board off the board. Um, so we took Odell Beckham. After that, Julio Jones and Kareem Hunt. So I'm, I am a hundred. I'm. I'll tell you right now. I'm 100 percent okay going Odell Beckham and Michael Thomas in my first exactly. two picks. I mean that that screams value to me. Yeah. I know Dalvin Cook is there, so is Keenan Allen. Right. But I think Michael Thomas is a top five wide receiver that you're Absolutely. getting in the top of the second round. I'm I think if you start your draft with Odell Beckham and Michael Thomas, you feel really good about your season going in, especially if um, you can pepper in some values at the running back position later, maybe some people that people are written off, maybe some rookies that people don't know about yet. Remember, this is a standard league, and people tend to forget about yep. some of the value that can be had. Um, and so starting that draft with some wide receivers, it's hard to find elite wide receivers right now. And you can, you're going to start off with two of the best five. I love yeah, it. You want to start wide receiver, wide Let's receiver, and go out against the grain a little bit? Mm-hmm. I'm All good right. with it. I I'm do like Dalvin Cook here too, but but I do like I, I, Michael Thomas is ahead of him for me. I love that. So a lot of stuff uh, happening afterwards. Go ahead, Dale. I forgot that I gave you the keys. No, uh, you, you go and just give us a recap of who was taken after Michael Thomas. All right, so after Michael Thomas, he finally start, saw the second round level out a little bit with one, two, three, four, five, uh, six running backs taken and six wide receivers, so a little bit different um, that round. And then the th- start of the third round is when there was really a nice little run on wide receivers, mm-hmm. leaving us with maybe you know some tough decisions here. Uh, in the th- in the back of the third round on what to do in terms of uh, our running back position. It is going to be a little bit more difficult now finding good, solid running backs because we started wide receiver, wide receiver. But that's where we have to kind of figure out where where our values lie and what we're looking for. So remember, this I, is I a do. 12-team league. Maybe the teams are a little bit thinner um, than what some people are used to in 10-team leagues. Right. There were some gold, actually, in the third round before our pick. Uh, Jordan Howard... Adam Thielen, Travis Kelsey, and Joe Mixon were all kind of sprinkled into the third round. I like all those guys that late. I think I think the teams that got those three guys um, are probably pretty happy as well. I just want to throw that out there. I think that's good value in the third round. Absolutely. Um, some people that I think are not a good value, for example, uh, the pick before us, Josh Gordon in the third round I think is a little bit high, um, even though um, – you know, I'm I'm okay with, with some of these players. Larry Fitzgerald, I think, in the third round is a little high. Um, and then Travis Kelsey, um, just because there's no position scarcity at the tight end position in the third round, I think, um, is a little bit high. Yeah. Yep. 
All right. Um, so, act, and I do think it was interesting that Adam Thielen was drafted before Stefan Diggs. That's kind of a debate that's been going back and forth. Um, I'm, I'm fine with whichever one you want to take. I know that I have Stefan Diggs. I think ranked one spot ahead of Thielen, so sure. I, I I can see that argument either way. Yeah. All right. So we went right, wide receiver, wide receiver. We're looking at the end of the third round here. It might be wise to go for one of these uh, running backs here, such as Alex Collins. Um, some of the, some of the rookies are there: Darius Geis and Rashad Penny. Deion Lewis is there too. Uh, Derrick Henry. What are you thinking here? I mean, you obviously we need a running who's, back, right? Who's the best player on this board right now? Because I got two guys that pop out to me. Uh, I really like Alex Collins actually, and, and I'll tell you why in a second. Okay. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a couple decent uh, wide receivers available too. Allen right. Robinson and T.Y. Hilton are both available. Vanjie Luck plays. T.Y. Hilton is a really good value at the end of the third. But again, that's if he plays, and I'm just basing off of what we know now. We're not sure. I'm not going to take that risk in the third round. Um, you're not going to take the risk on T.Y. Hilton? No. Okay, so for me, the best two players on this board are T.Y. Hilton and Amari Cooper. Um, okay. And again, I know we don't have a running back. Um, but you got to remember, we got, and actually we got two flexes. I fucked up on the thing. But let me recap what we need here. Quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, two flexes, a tight end, and then your standard defense special team. So, well, just for sake of argument, just don't say two flexes, just one flex. Just one. Okay, fine. Let's say we only had one flex. Right. We could start a wide receiver there, obviously. Right. Um, but then we kind of, you know, but, are man pigeonholing ourselves a little bit on having to go running back later. Um, do you view? Because up- I see that there's a, a noticeable gap for me between T.Y. Hilton and Amari Cooper. And Alex Collins. Um, I like Alex Collins. I like JJ. I like Derrick Henry a lot. I think I have Derrick Henry hanged high, ranked higher than all of these those running backs. So for me, my pick would be either I'm going Cooper or I'm going Henry uh, because I view Henry as a top 15 back and Amari Cooper and T.Y. Holton as top 15 wide receivers. Alex Collins and JJ would be a little bit lower for me. So I'm kind of putting this in tiers a little bit. So with that thought process, I would probably end up going Henry just to kind of not screw myself over for future rounds. But if there was a huge difference between Hilton and, and somebody else, let's say it's Hilton. And then the only running backs left on the board were like Ingram. I would go three wide receivers to start the round, but because there's another running back there in Mm -hmm. my tier with the same group as Cooper and Hilton, I would go with that guy. Although I think you have a different view on you would rather have Collins than Henry. Yeah, I mean, look, if I told you that a, a running back in the in the late end of the third round last year was 11th in total rushing yards and 9th in yards per carry with no other competition in their backfield, they didn't draft one running back. I'm talking about the Ravens here. They did not draft one running back for Alex Collins. Um, I think... Look, I understand the difference between, let's say, Amari Cooper and Alex Collins. Yes, I think Cooper is a better play here. But if we don't get Alex Collins, I guess we do have the turn. So I'm kind of thinking out loud here. We do have the turn. If we're going to get somebody like Amari Cooper, we have to make sure we get Alex Collins or Derrick Henry or J.H.I. Because I I made the last pick. Look, my pick here would be Derrick Henry. But if you want to go Alex Collins, I made the last pick here. I'm going to give you... Um, I'm going to loan you the keys for just this pick. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, let's 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 go Alex Collins. All right, we're taking Alex Collins here. I think one of those wide receivers are going to be available. 
Oh, wow. So after Alex Collins, obviously there's only two picks in between our picks. Go tight end Zach Ertz and our first quarterback off the board, Aaron Rodgers. So um, we can do whatever the hell we want here. This is beautiful. This lands us in a position where um, maybe we can balance out our team with the guy that I have in in my same tier as Hilton and Cooper in Derrick Henry, a guy that I think is going to get – we're talking about, you know, we waited a little bit at running back, but we're going to get two – workhorse running backs with the potential. I think they both have the potential to be top 10 running backs. And at least the very least every week, they'll give us, you know, some points every single week because they're workhorses. So can I convince you here to go Derrick Henry? Look, Deion Lewis scares me a little bit. Oh, man. Doesn't he? I'm I'm okay with Derrick Henry. I I, I, I like Deion Lewis as a player. But Derrick Henry is going to get so much work that I am just not worried. I agree. Lewis. I, I think Deion Lewis is going to help Derrick Henry's stock and his ADP, uh, getting him at a value. I mean, we're getting him in the fourth round. I'm okay, but I mean, the reason why I brought up Deion Lewis is just for the conversation here. He's scaring a lot of people away. Um, That's fine. Yeah, I, I think I own Derrick Henry in more best balls this year <laughs> than, balls. than I probably would have liked, just because he fell to me very often at a good value. Just like today, I think Der- Derrick Henry is good with me. He's the best. He's the best running uh, running back available. Okay. Um, all right. So Derrick Henry, I already picked draft, and I just went with it because uh, okay. you're not going to convince me otherwise. Right. Ooh, ooh, some interesting stuff just happened. Mm-hmm. Go for it. I'm gonna. Yeah. Handy. After Derrick Henry, of course, T. Y. Hilton. Uh, we have rookie Rashad Penny out of uh, Seattle was drafted. Then. Uh, Let's see, Jarvis Landry in the beginning of the fifth round, then Mark Ingram, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Had a few quarterbacks uh, go in the fifth so far. Yep. Uh, fairly good value, Marvin Jones going in the middle of the fifth round, uh, right after that, Golden Tate, which is interesting. Um, Michael Crabtree and Jordy Nelson. So now we're looking, we have a pretty balanced roster. We have Alex Collins and Derrick Henry, and then Can Odell Beckham. Can we talk Beckham, about our, our reach Thomas. of the draft so far? Sure. New England running back Sonny Michelle. Going mm-hmm. at five eight, no. Yeah, yeah, no. I, people like the shiny new toy. I don't. I mean, I think he's. Gonna I be like shiny new toys, especially if you use them in the bedroom. However, I just don't like that shiny new toy. Yeah. Not because yeah. of him, just because of how I think he's going to be used. Of course, just like every other running back in New England. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, what are we looking at now? I'm looking at my boy right here. I know you don't like him yet. I think it's you're not. I'm not going to convince him. I've convinced you to draft my boy here, but I have a pick that I am pretty much drafting in the fifth or sixth round. I usually get him in the sixth, but I mean we're talking the second, the last pick in the fifth, um, and I'm not 100% sure he'll be there when we come back. You know, even though it's only a couple picks, but my boy here is Ronald Jones the uh, second. I don't hate it. I think if you like him and you're putting enough stock in him, I think now is a good time to get him because he won't – I mean, after the turn, we're, we're at the end of the fifth, beginning of the sixth. But after the beginning of the sixth, he won't come back to us. So if it's somebody yeah, you like – not. He's not going to last till the end, uh, end of no. the seventh round, right? No. no, I doubt it. I doubt it. So in this case, I think this is good strategy. If you have a little star next to a player's name that you're valuing, okay. I think it's important to get him when you can. Um, and, and really the difference between – someone like him and I don't know Lamar Miller 
uh, ranked pretty close for me. I don't have my rankings in front of me, but they're ranked pretty close to me. Right. So I'm okay with it if, if you are, if, if that's who you like to go with. All right. I, I, I have a couple of other things that I want to just bring up. We do have two running backs, wide receivers. Um, let's say we were maybe potentially building a balanced team. Um, I think there is a value on the board. A guy that is ranked lower for some reason on Fantasy Pros than where I believe he should be ranked. Um, he's ranked as the consensus number six quarterback off the board. And I think that's criminal. And I think him going where he's going in the seventh, eighth round is a steal. And you can get him all over the place. And that's Carson Wentz. Normally, sure. I'm not the guy like, hey, draft a quarterback early. I'm not that guy. But there's a couple of guys that I, you know, if they're available at a value, I will take. Like mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, I've seen him fade like he did in this draft to the fifth or sixth round. That's amazing to me. I'll take yeah. Russell Wilson in the fifth round all day, every day, which is basically what happened in this draft. When you see somebody that could potentially be a difference breaker, right? Like Rob Gronkowski, if he slips into the fourth round, or like this draft, Russell Wilson to the fifth, or like might happen in this draft, um, Carson Wentz into the seventh round, I'm taking that guy because there is some difference there and you are getting a value if you're getting it you know, not in the first or second or third round. So right. yeah, I, no, I, I want to wait a little bit at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. But if we were to come back around and Carson Wentz is still on the board, I'm diving at that. Yeah, listen, uh, and I tweeted this uh, a couple days ago, I think. But the quarterback value, um, I have Deshaun Watson as my number one ranked quarterback. That doesn't mean I'm taking him in the second round. That means if he is, if he's available in the uh, in the fifth round, I'm taking all my tier one quarterbacks in the fifth round if they're available. I mean, I obviously can't take all of them, but, you know, if if my Aaron Rodgers, uh, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, if those guys are available in the middle of the fifth, I'm taking them. But most likely they're not. They're, they're going to be reached for in the second or third round most of the time. Okay. All right, so what are we doing here? <laughs> now, that we, now that we did that, because I talked a little bit. I mean, wide receivers available on the board. I'm going to go through some of them. And, and you can look at that. It's it's a weird group here with Funches, Robert Woods, Pierre Garçon, Chris Hogan, um, Sammy Watkins, Corey Davis. Mm-hmm. It's a strange group of wide receivers that I don't love. Yeah, I don't love them. And for me, their rankings are too close for me to, say, get Devin Funches over Lamar Miller uh, this right. round. Um, or Ronald Jones, even. I know you mentioned Ronald Jones. Right. I would say the value is in one of these running backs because um, by the time it comes back around to us, I know it's going to be a whole round later, but guys like Corey Davis or um, even Jameson Crowder, Cooper Cup, I like all those guys. There's not enough to separate some of these guys where, yeah, you know, I would love to get a Ronald Jones or, you know, even a Lamar Miller here. I think I'd much rather have those guys on my team or even a Carson Wentz or, you know, something like that. I'd much rather have that on my team than go after a Robert Woods here. Yep. Yeah, I agree. We're on the same page here. Okay. So you want to do Ronald Jones? Let's do Ronald Jones. Yeah. I would have been okay with Devin Funches too, but since Ronald Jones is one of the guys that I'm probably going to get in almost all of my leagues, Mm -hmm. thank you. Oh, look who's still available. Who? Lamar Miller. Yeah. In the sixth Uh round. And right now we're looking our our roster right now is Alex Collins, Derrick Henry, Odell Beckham Jr., Michael Thomas, and our flex is Ronald Jones. 
So now we're kind of messing with our bench spots. Man, Lamar Miller sitting on the bench. That's a good insurance policy for... That's a great insurance policy. When we start wide receiver, wide receiver, and then you stack your next four picks with running backs. With like, We're not just reaching for running backs. I mean, these are... These are good running backs that, right. I mean, Alex Collins, Derrick Henry, Ronald Jones, and if we get Lamar Miller here, yeah. I mean, those are guys that are going to have little to we possibly have no competition. Four, four guys that can that are all very likely going to top 200 carries in 2018 if they stay healthy. Very possible. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I don't see how we can... agreeing with Lamar Miller here, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't Any I don't interest in how... going to quarterback here? Mm, quarterbacks remaining are Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger, Jimmy Garoppolo, and all those guys. So I'm good waiting. Right. Yeah, of course. All right. So, um, all right. It came back around. Man, oof. A lot of wide receivers just went. This made me feel a little sick, to be Chris, honest. Chris Hogan. I mean, it's well, it's that whole <laughs> tier that we're talking about that we really don't love. And that's right. okay. I mean, the Chris Hogan, Pierre Garcon, Julian Edelman, Sammy Watkins, Devin Funches, they were all just drafted. Right. Um, so now that... Now we get that out of the way, uh, Jameson Crowder. I really like Cooper Cup here, uh, Marquise Goodwin. Uh, and then we're looking at some of the running backs, C.J. Anderson. Uh, Is Coleman still available? Jameson Crowder still available. Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins is still available. Those are the guys that jump off the board right here to me. But. For sure. For sure. Uh, I don't think Cooper I'm Cup ready to jump available. into Kirk Cousins yet. Gotcha. Uh, I like Cooper Cup here. I think he he stands out to me. Cooper Cup, Jamison Crowder, are are pretty close right. for me. I got. What are your thoughts on the wide receivers? I got receivers? four names here. Four names, right? Okay. Let's let's whittle the four names down to two because I think we're we're gonna decide between these four: C.J. Okay. Anderson, Tevin mm-hmm. Coleman, Jamison Crowder, and Cooper Cup. Let's put those in order. Say it again. Tevin Coleman, C.J. Anderson, Jamison Crowder, and Cooper Cup. Cup, Anderson, Crowder, Coleman. Wow, we hit, we're going to have some pretty different rankings here. I would go Crowder, <laughs> Crowder, Coleman, Cup, Anderson. But I like all four of these guys. I wouldn't mind any of these four on my team. That's why these are the four that stand out to me. Sure. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, Cooper Cup is so interesting to me. All right. I'm okay with that. Big big red zone target. All right. Uh, so, and I and I think it it it's good. It 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 fits our team right now. Um Cooper Cup, I'm I I'm a believer in Jared Goff is who we saw for the highlights of last season. I think Jared Goff is going to maybe make even another step forward, if not, you know, at the least stay the same and can support you know, a couple of these wide receivers. And I think Cooper Cup can make another step forward in 2018. So I'm with you. I would have slightly rather had Jamison Crowder just because I, I do think that Alex Smith can support a solid wide receiver. Um, yeah. But I went with Cooper Cup just to appease you a little bit, especially since we have a pick coming up here. Um, I mean, Cooper Cup, last, uh, his last seven games, he had two 100-yard receiving games, targeted a ton. A couple, uh, three touchdowns in that span. So he ended the year pretty strong um, and right. getting confidence from Jared Goff along the way. So, Gotcha. Okay. So we're getting into an interesting kind of zone here with some of the wide receivers, some of the running backs on the board. Um, but 
We took Cooper Cup. Still on the okay. board right back at our second pick. Again, our Tevin Coleman and C.J. Anderson. So I think those are the guys that kind of stood off the board a little bit. We do have a couple of rookies that are interesting in Kerryon Johnson and Nick Chubb. We've got the Green Bay uh, running back situation, which if we if we pick the right guy <laughs> will be sure. nice. But that's a, that's a dart throw, to be honest. And then, you know, we could go a little bit deeper and try to figure out some. But those are guys that would be later round values. Um, so what are you looking at here, Dale? I think you know that I have my finger on C.J. Anderson right now. Okay. I, uh, I would I just, rather, even in, in a split workload, have Tevin Coleman, but I am fully okay with C.J. Anderson here. I think a lot of people are kind of writing him off, um, and I think he's going to get some work here. And we're talking about a standard league. We're not talking about you know a keeper or a dynasty league. Um, one more possible option here. I'm just saying... We're talking about the eighth round. Kirk Cousins is a little bit interesting here. Yeah. Eighth round yeah, in a 12-team league. That's, you're, we're getting into value here. You're absolutely right. Um, it's it's close. I, I mean, believe in the Minnesota Vikings offense is something that I said a lot last year. Right? Adding Kirk Cousins, I think, is good for your offense. No matter how you look at it. how No matter how you view Kirk Cousins it's still a step up in my opinion. Yeah. So um look, there's two there's two running backs last year that I think underperformed with their opportunity. And those were Lamar Miller, he had over 230 carries and only six touchdowns. I'm sorry, 230 carries and only three touchdowns. And then CJ Anderson had 245 carries and only three touchdowns. CJ Anderson is one of only nine players with 1000 yards last year. I think he's a better Jonathan Stewart. And Jonathan Stewart did okay in that in that offense. Right, Jonathan Christian Stewart McCaffrey. And Christian McCaffrey isn't attempts. doing anything as far as rushing. I mean, Christian McCaffrey only had a, a little more than 100 attempts. Well, he, uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to get more than that this year, but that doesn't mean that C.J. Anderson will just not be there. All right, so who's your pick, man? Are you going C.J. C.J. Anderson? My that would be my pick, unless I mean you can you can argue me out of it. I mean, that's you can, fine. It already happened. <laughs> All right, so our Right now, hey, our roster went right after C.J. Anderson. Right now, our roster looks like Alex Collins, Derrick Henry, Odell Beckham Jr., Michael Thomas, Ronald Jones, Lamar Miller, Cooper Cup, C.J. Anderson. That's pretty balanced. Let's see uh, what in uh, I guess a couple quarterbacks were taken here. Yeah. So basically, we've approached the grounds where ten teams. I'm looking at it right now. Ten teams already have a quarterback. Am I mistaken? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten teams have a quarterback already, so only us and one other team don't have a quarterback. Quarterbacks still available on the board are Garoppolo, Winston, Rivers, Luck, Goff, Ryan. Um, listen, at this point, there's not a huge difference between Jimmy Garoppolo, who I would like to have on, on our team. I think he could be an elite franchise-type quarterback, um, or sure. Jameis Winston, who I think has a, a – not just a bounce back season, but uh, might be one of the guys that I'm really looking at a lot this season because people are writing him off and I don't understand why. Um, so there, there's some guys here that we can get, but at this point we could just wait and just stock up at every other position for, for, for what we want. So yeah, I agree. Uh, what are we looking at here, Dale? Because, well uh, now, I mean, look, our roster, our starting line is full. I, we right. have a, some really good bench players, very balanced team. So we're not, 
one-sided. Now I'm looking purely at value. Right. Um, maybe even looking at tight ends that are available if there are any. I know we kind of waited on tight end already. Uh, guys like Jack Doyle, Tyler Eifert are still available. O.J. Howard, I think, could break out this year as a as a real fantasy option. Uh, as far as running backs go, I mean, there's guys out there that we could take flyers on. I'm okay with it. I mean, Bilal Powell is still kicking around. Um, Isaiah Crowell. What are your thoughts? Is there are there is there any wide receivers that are sticking out? Sticking out um, to you? Sticking out like in terms of hey, I gotta have this guy. Not really, but there are some potential values here. Um, one name that I've seen a lot of good reports about to the point where I, I saw a report, I believe today, if I'm not mistaken, on Tuesday this came out. I'm sorry, on Wednesday. I forget what day it is um, by the time you guys hear it Thursday. Um, Alan Hearns has looked like the best wide receiver in Dallas so far this offseason. I think Alan Hearns is a very good shot at being the wide receiver one in Dallas. Um, well, so that's maybe a guy one, that one A or one B to Deontay Thompson. You mean? Oh God! You want to make another e bet that Alan Hearns no, will outscore Deontay I'm Thompson? Okay, all right, because yeah. that needs to get get out of here, man. Uh, yeah, Alan Hearns. I have heard the good reports. Okay. Uh, Cam Meredith. I know we have Michael Thomas. I don't like to do what I'm talking about now, but put getting Cam Meredith, I think, is right around where he should go. So okay. if we wanted a wide receiver, very. Uh, serviceable backup wide receiver here. I think Jamal Williams um, is possibly the guy in Green Bay. I really, I can't give you an answer if it's going to be Jamal Williams or Aaron Jones. It's going to be one of those two. One of those two is going to be super productive. Green Bay is probably going to give one of the two more work than the other. It's hard to tell right now. It's Mm -hmm. something that if you're drafting right now, I'm sorry that I can't give you a better answer, but I'll have a better answer for you in August. Um, but Jamal Williams, Nick Chubb are interesting. Remind me, as we get into later rounds, I think that Latavius Murray is a very interesting late-round pick, and I just want to have that you know, scratched off as something that we, we can potentially have there, um, especially with Jerick McKinnon gone and what we saw happen uh, last year with Dalvin Cook. So, But right now, I'm between two guys, Jamal Williams and Alan Hearns. Those are the best values on the board. Okay. Uh, I think I would lean towards Alan Hearns here. Done. You know, just just let's play hypothetical for a second. Mm-hmm. If something happens to Michael Thomas, Cameron Meredith is a top 12 wide receiver. Do you disagree? Um, no, that's... Oof, I do not hate that. Um, why am I blanking on their rookie's name? Come on. Where? I can do this. Uh, EQ St. No, that's not the EQ St. Brown. St. Brown. No, that's uh, Green Bay. Um, oh my goodness! I don't know who you're talking New about. New Orleans oh, rookie hands. wide receiver. Oof! And I just closed out our tab. What? Do you, oh, no. I closed out. Our, oh, there we go. <laughs> Recovered it. I'm so. Oh my God! What am I doing? All right, sorry guys. What's A little bit of technical issues. Hey, just, just chill. What are you chill. doing? Chill, chill, chill. I don't chill. know what you're doing here. Chill. All right, Ted Ginn is still in New Orleans. Traquan Smith is the rookie yes. from uh, New Orleans that I could not think of his name. Thanks. Yes. Thanks. And why are you even thinking of his name? I don't know. Just because I think that he could step up in a role, because it's not going to be Ted Ginn. That's not Ted Ginn's role if uh, sure. anything would have happened to Michael Thomas. Anyways. Right. Okay. 
Right. So I who, who are you picking here? I already took uh, Alan Robbins. Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns, okay. Yeah. All right, so we're taking Alan Hearns at the end of the ninth round. In the tenth round. of course, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. Can I revert that pick? Nope. Because here's what what I want to say. I had two guys on the board that I liked. I think Alan Hearns would have still been on the board, and we could have taken Jamal Williams. We did not think that thoroughly. Thoroughly. Think that through. Thoroughly. Thoroughly. Oh, man. Please don't crop that. (laughs) Cut that into the audio. Uh, but yeah, uh, I I agree with you. We probably reached a couple of picks for Alan Hearns, but that's okay. We have by the turn. Uh, now we're I mean, we're getting to the zone of uh, we only have a couple more bench spots before we pick a defense and kicker. Uh, what about some tight ends? You want to look at a tight end to pick at this point, mm, or just totally ends. waiting? Um, let's just look at what's the best value on the board right now. Okay, let's go back. We I think. Nick Chubb is still a value here. Um, I'm a little sad that we didn't think about going Jones and then uh, Hearns just based on the draft board. Um, if we could, if I could undo my mistake, I would have undone and I would have gone Jamal Williams and then Alan Hearns just because I'm pretty sure Hearns would have still been on the board in my draft. Um, and so that's a bonehead move there. However... Looking at what's available on the board, my top two players right now, um, just going off overall projections and values, would probably be Nick Chubb and Jimmy Garoppolo. Sure. Uh, I think taking Jimmy Garoppolo uh, might be the better option. All right. It's done. Okay. So read our team off right now. All right. We have Jimmy Garoppolo, Alex Collins, Derek Henry, Odell Beckham Jr., Michael Thomas, Ronald Jones, Lamar Miller, Cooper Cup, C.J. Anderson, Alan Hearns. I'm pretty excited about this team. You know how I make you draft like a certain player every year all the time? Yeah. I feel like Ronald Jones II might be that guy a lot this year. Maybe, yeah. I just find yeah. him in a position where um, I don't have to pay as much as I would for a Darius Geis or a Rashad Penny. And I think he's going to have just as much, if not more, work. And I view him as just as talented as those guys. Remember when we were doing our draft preview and we gave our top rookie running backs, I had Ronald Jones in that conversation. A lot of people did not. And so Ronald Jones was taken in a position where a lot of people like him now just based on um, his, his potential workload. But I don't think it's just a potential workload situation. I think you're adding talent to that. I think he's a very talented running back who also fell in a great landing spot. And for me, of my rookies, like I love where I'm getting him every single draft where he's like my fourth running back a lot of times. And this one, it's a little bit different because we went wide receiver, wide receiver. He's our third or Lamar Miller's or whatever, however you want to look at that. But I love it. He could be on the bench if he doesn't, you know, if he, if he takes a little bit of time, he could be on our bench and we don't need him yet. But he's a guy that I know second half of 2018 is going to be a great pick. Yeah. I can tell you're uh, you're really enthusiastic because you keep smacking your mic. Oh, sorry. I can tell. Sorry. That's my dick. <laughs> All right. So that basically leaves us to draft a shitty tight end because we waited pretty long on it. And, right. uh, and then wrap it up with kicker and defense. So uh, where I mean, at, where's a value tight end here? For the folks listening, uh, we're looking at kind of the 
Ooh, there's a bunch of them. Though. There's a bunch the last, of them. The last people two, are forgetting that George Kittle exists in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. People yeah. are totally writing off Cameron Brait for some reason, who's done nothing but be a top 12 tight end for the past few years. Like, I don't understand that at all. So these sure. are guys that I can I can get Cameron Brait in the 13th round, and he's going to be a top 12 tight end again. Like, what are we doing here, people? Okay. So I'll let you pick. I'm going George Kittle. Look, I think there's a lot of upside. And I think that Jimmy Garoppolo has a lot of potential in San Francisco this year to be mm-hmm. a franchise-type guy. If we're going to roll the dice on, on Jimmy Garoppolo, why not maybe roll the dice a little bit on George Kittle? If anything, we can get a guy like Cameron Braid or uh, yeah. Eric Ebron or O.J. We- Howard or Njoku off the waiver wire later. Exactly. Like, yeah, O.J. Howard and Cameron Braid aren't going to get drafted. So get uh, George Kittle. We're good. And then we're going to end up with a kicker defense. And that's right. kind of irrelevant for mock draft, so people don't have to listen to that. All right, so right now I'll read our team one last time. Our our Jimmy Garoppolo is our starting quarterback. Our starting running backs are Alex Collins and Derrick Henry. Our starting wide receivers are Odell Beckham Jr. and Michael Thomas. That's really the strength of our team. Our starting tight end is George Kittle. Our flex right now is Ronald Jones. And on the bench we've got Lamar Miller, Cooper Cup. C.J. Anderson and Alan Hearns. I think our team is a very nice mixture of old and new. We've got, you know, some of the older guys here with Lamar Miller and C.J. Anderson and some of the potential hot newness with Jimmy Garoppolo and Ronald Jones and George Kittle and Cooper Cup. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's a very balanced team in a lot of different ways. Even though we went wide receiver, wide receiver, we kind of you know went on a run there with running backs when there was a nice uh situation for us so i i like this team man yeah i mean going wide receiver wide receiver allowed us to go a little heavy on the running backs but the running backs they are kind of mid-tier like we didn't get a stud running back but man those the running backs in that whole third fourth round are pretty valuable i mean you know just again to recap i mean guys like alex collins derrick henry Lamar Miller. I mean, those are very valuable picks that late, especially when we can get elite wide receivers when there aren't very many of those. Um, so I like our draft. I think we did a good job. Perfect. Not too much arguing either. Um, all right. So uh, well, we did a good job. I'm going to yeah, fight did. you next time. We need some more differing opinions. I need to be a little bit stronger in wanting to. You, you uh, gave up a lot. You gave up a lot. Yeah, I was ready to fight. There was only one guy that I really want to that I really would have wished we would have drafted, um, which would have probably been Jamison Crowder. That's all. Sure. So I get I think it. That, oh, and uh, man, we went uh, Alex Collins over Derrick Henry, which I, I want to take that one back to. I would feel great about this team. Um, we got Derrick Henry and Alex Collins. Yeah, I know. But we went Alex. Uh, okay, never mind. I fucked up. <laughs> we, went, we got them back to back, but I would have rather... Yeah. You know, if we right. couldn't, if we had to get one or the other, I would have sure. rather Derrick Henry. Right. If we missed on Derrick Henry, you would have been pissed. Here's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. I got there you. There we go. Sorry. All right. Well, you know, we we're talking about memes in the beginning of the episode. This is kind of going full circle here. Uh, we have a uh, a song here. Um, Brito, do you want to kind of intro the song and tell people what uh, what to expect for this music box? I, I think uh, just to introduce the music box, Dale and I, um, originally he introduced this idea. I stole it from him. And basically, I'm the guy that does Music Box now, and he just signs it off as Dale's Music Box. Um, but that's fine. You know, I'm the creative one. 
<laughs> anyway, I'm the big idea guy. Yeah. Um, you know, I was kind of thinking our podcast with our writers and stuff. I think it, we're like a mix between Entourage and Silicon Valley. Probably closer to Silicon Valley than Entourage. Silicon. What did I say? Silicon. No, Silicon Valley. Sounded like you said Silicon. Maybe that's just what's on my Maybe mind. Maybe I did. I live in Miami, man. I talk nasally, and I mispronounce things all the time. Anyways, so. Dale's Music Box, he picks a song to end the show. Most shows. Not every show, but most shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this song is called Feelings by Beaker. You might be familiar with Beaker. And here we go. Have a good night, everyone. Uh, For Christian Brito, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening.